You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good morning. Happy Monday. Great to be starting the week with you. As always, plenty to cover in the next couple of hours. It's looking average out there, but it's the last day of winter, so hopefully tomorrow being the first day of spring brings something better on the horizon, Kapow. Look, you would think so, but hey, getting up this morning and getting in the car and it being light outside, that's always a good thing. That was a good sign. Around 6.30, it's getting lighter already. Yeah, it was like the most cliche morning. I woke up, it was light outside, the birds were singing. It was just, we're off to a good start. Just a brilliant start. Absolutely brilliant start. Hey, let's get into our breakfast banger. Let's do it. Five minutes past seven. Good morning. Good morning to you. It is Monday the 31st of August 2020. It's time we get into this. Our weekend wrapping, of course, they're so eventful at the moment. What'd you get up to Crazy. with yours? Oh, you know what? I had the most stressful weekend Ooh. I've had in forever. And That's I'll tell good. you why. So it started off on Friday night. The parents got a new desk desktop um, screen. Oh, same. Oh, but I got an actual yeah. all-in-one PC. Anyway, and so I had to help install that, which was not fun. Mm. Saturday, however, tensions were really high because I essentially, because hairdressers aren't open at the moment, Bianco, yeah. had to open my own salon at the home. Okay. Um, I had to deal with my own hair. I had to dye my mother's hair. Right. And let's just say normally she goes and gets hers done. On this occasion, she couldn't. So she bought box dye, which we didn't test before we just put in the hair. Oh, God. And let's just say it was 20 minutes of me just being like, oh, gosh, I don't know how this is going to go. And if it goes wrong, it is on my shoulders. I didn't pick the colour, but I executed it. Yeah. And then I had to wash the dog. So, needless to say, by the end of Saturday, the salon has been closed and it's going to stay closed. Yeah. And I cannot wait for hairdressers to reopen. But other than that, very, very chilled weekend on my part. What about you? Yeah, no, extremely chilled. We made a poor decision with our Friday night takeout. Oh, really? Yeah, that wasn't too great after the show on Friday. Oh, there's nothing worse than that when you're all hyped up, ready to get food and then not. Yeah, but it's like, you know how you've sort of got your regular places for things? We tried a place that we've tried before and we know what it's like. Still went with it. Oh, it's And it was like, elements of it, okay. Other elements, not, not so okay. okay. Mm. So, yeah, that was a great way to start the weekend. Oh. Otherwise, it was okay. Yeah? Yeah, not a lot to do. So, just sort of kick back and enjoyed the footy fest that we've got at the moment. Oh, I No, it's as a non-sports supporter, if anyone else out there is feeling this whole footy frenzy, I feel your pain. It's just a lot of it, you know. Well, the good news for you, anyway, being a sometimes Bombers fan, is that they won. Yeah, see, I didn't even know that, so yay, go Bombers. Well, you do now. (laughs) No, I jump on the bandwagon if they're doing well. Otherwise, meh. 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 Just another footy season. Pretty much. But hey, we want to know what you guys got up to, 0404000736. If you guys have any tips on how you're keeping up and about on your weekend, let us know as well. Like, we've heard about the Bianco's discos that happen. Well, yeah, there hasn't been one of those for a little oh. while. It's sort of been put on hold, the whole disco thing. But it is good fun to have a disco with your family. Yeah, I just want to know what people are getting up to because I need some ideas, clearly. Otherwise, if I have to dye one more family member's hair, we're going to have problems. Hey, the other thing I worked out is I... Found a way to play an old console, as in that we used to play as children growing oh, yes. up. Found a way how to play the games of those on my PC. Well, there you go. Mm. 
big weekend for you. Such a big weekend. No, but I'm, I'm really happy with myself for buying a new desktop. So yeah. That was probably the highlight of my whole weekend. Just How's your room? A lot of people were asking on Friday. Let's hear from Illy. <laughs> this is Loose Ends with G-Flip. Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday on Southern FM. Oh, I realised something. I'm a bit of a geek. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm a massive geek. Who would have thunk it? And I geek out on the strangest of things. Mm. Do you want to hear what my latest thing is? Look, I mean, I don't think I have a choice. Go on. When the city loop first opened. Like, I saw a post on social media across the weekend saying, it's 40 years since Melbourne's city loop rail first opened. Melbourne Central. One thing I didn't know was Melbourne Central was called Museum Station before Melbourne Central. I didn't know that. Wow. I didn't know either, but that's what it was called. And then with the formation of the shopping centre, they created Melbourne Central. There you go. For those historians out there or history lovers. Yeah. But I wanted to know what you geek out on because I geek out on like places that used to be called home for something. Yep. Like the old Southern FM studios that were at the the Town Hall area in Moorabbin. I always sort of picture myself in that place, even though I've never been there in my life. Oh, actually, you have been there before. Well, I've been to Southern FM, but not those studios. No, you know? you but you've been that... to the Kingston Town Hall, though. Well, let's that... not go there. But anyway, you need to bring up that memory, okay? It was a long time ago, Battle of the Bands, when we first sort of. It was our one and only live emceeing gig, and let's just say we've never done one since. Um, mm. Yeah, geeking out. Well, look, I forever will be obsessed with reality TV. It's just going to be something that will just stick with me. But I'm talking about like geeking out about reality TV to the yeah. point where you might go into the city and be like, that part of Flinders Street Station, that's where they filmed that scene. Okay. That kind of geeking out. Well, I was pretty excited to hear that um, Real Housewives of Melbourne were filming around here. But that's and I was going to. No, but normally they're sort of a bit more further out, but they'd picked sort of this area this time to film, and I was quite excited about that. And then, you know, COVID happened, they had to suspend production. But yeah, yeah pretty much anything TV or like film wise, celebrity I love as well. Like all the entertainment goss, yeah. I shouldn't, but I'm here for that. Yeah. Well, I think of the, when I think film and I think of like a, a nerdy sort of fact, I don't know this like for sure, but I'm also pretty sure that it is the case. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure it is the case. The movie Animal Kingdom that had Jackie Weaver in it and Guy Pearce is in it as well. I'm certain that they filmed the scene in the supermarket at Woolworths in Hampton. Well, there you go. That's a big call. Because the layout, the layout, it was a fairly... If you have to put it on the scale of sort of new supermarkets around the Bayside area mm-hmm. at the time when that movie was filmed... That was a fairly new supermarket, like fit-out-wise. They've just rebuilt it because a lot of people will remember the original supermarket in Hampton Street was an old cinema complex. So it transformed from a a cinema into the supermarket. So it still sort of looked like a cinema before they demolished it and built the current one. Fun fact for you. It was the big chairs in the middle of aisle four. This is what I geek out on. I'm very geeky with my general knowledge kind of things. If I see something about the city loop or an old train station that's no longer there or something like that, I kind of, I get a bit nerdy. I don't know if it's a bloke thing. No, look, I mean, I think everyone's got their interests, but um, yeah. Good for you, Bianco. What do you geek out on? 0404 000736. Tell me I'm not the only one that geeks out on these kind of things. I'm sure I'm not. 
Bianco, yep. speaking of good stuff, oh, I think go. this is the best story I have ever brought to any of the shows we have ever done Big in call. the four years that we've worked together. You, how many times do you say this? No, I no, no. This one, I'm once not a week. Jo- I'm not joking. Once this a week, one, you come out with this is the best story I've ever told. Four years we've been working together, and you have the best story you've ever no, told every week. This one, guys, sit down. If you're standing up, you need to sit because this is going to really hurt your heart. Penguin recovering from feather condition in isolation. See? Not the only ones. Binge watches Pingu to help ease loneliness. Now, if you guys don't remember the show Pingu... It was the weirdest thing of all time. Essentially, it was a penguin that didn't speak any language at all. It just made sounds. Why does a penguin sound like a wasp? I don't know what sort of wasps you're shaking hands with. I don't Um, don't know what's going on there. (laughs) Anyway. Is that a penguin mating call? Bianco, this penguin in Western (laughs) Australia had a rare feather condition, meaning that it was molting, and it's a contagious condition. So very similar to the life we're all living at the moment, it had to be isolated from its penguin friends. Molting? Molting. Losing feathers. Sounds revolting. Anyway, so this penguin's been put aside, and the people working at the zoo quickly realised that the little penguin's morale had dipped. Okay. And it was looking a little sad. Yeah. It wasn't happy feet, if you would. Anyway, so... They decided, they were like, oh, we might just try this and see. So they put on a couple of like real life penguin videos. Nah, didn't resonate. And then they tried Pingu and there's photos and videos of this little penguin binge watching Pingu, which is the show I think all of us from childhood just didn't understand. And finally, it was like watching reality TV for the little penguin. Watch Pingu is feeling better and apparently it really helped with its recovery because it was feeling good. The feathers started sprouting again. That is one of the weirdest stories you've ever told. Isn't it just beautiful though? Like the fact that finally after all the years of making that silly show, Pingu found a purpose. First of all, I'm offended. You called it a silly show. It's actually an educational show. How is it educational? Because it's educational. It gives you life advice when you're growing up. Yes. From what my research, I had a quick look at Pingu last night just to refresh for this segment. And all it was was Pingu, the little penguin, was like all sassy to his like big penguin parents. And the big penguin parents were just over Pingu. And that was it. Yeah, but it, ugh, I'm getting frustrated. <laughs> Pingu was created for the purpose of education for children growing up. You learn life stories off watching Pingu. Bit like Peppa Pig. Pingu was the show that came before Peppa Pig to educate the children, Kapow. Come look, on. Look. There always seems to be a fancy word to describe food or drink that just sort of pops up out of nowhere. And I'm left thinking to myself, where has this come from? Please tell me you're talking about Beveragino. No, that's one that I'm going to add to my list. That's not one that I was thinking of. That has blown up online now instead of just having a cool beverage, Beveragino. Beveragino? Yeah. Does anyone ah. want to have a Beveragino? Beveragino, please. And then someone else pops out. Do you want to have a Beveragino? Guys. I'm going to bring that to Friday Drive on Sounds like five a o'clock. very Karen thing to say, Beveragino. Oh, come on. I love it, Beveragino. Okay. Well, I'm calling you Karen from now on. You're not Kathy. You're Karen from now on. It's a bit of an improvement, actually. It is, actually. I'll bring the attitude, too. Well, you always have. So, anyway, I, 
I've decided to do some research because there is three particular words that stick out to me that I'm, I've been thinking of lately that I think I've been thinking to myself, where have they appeared from? Where have they come from? Okay. So the first one, halloumi. It's a cheese. That's what it's called. Halloumi. But like there's been cheese for years. Can I just say? Yep. This is about the fifth time you have attacked Halloumi on this show. No, 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 no. I'm not attacking it. I'm trying to work out the origins of it because it's a word that just sort of became very popular very quickly. And I was just like, okay, that's one. I think it should be called Halloumi. Okay, so Halloumi. Halloumi is often associated with the island of Cyprus where it has been produced by a multi-ethnic population for many centuries. So, the first known era where halloumi was consumed was AD 395, between the time AD 395 and 1191. I really had to listen then. I thought you were saying it was AD 395, and I was like, that's expensive Jews. No, that's... You might get it for that price somewhere. It can be a bit pricey at times, but no. A recipe for halloum, as it was known was around in the 14th century. Boom. Very, very interesting on halloumi. Because that's... Riveting. That's one word that I was thinking to myself, where's it come from? So it hasn't just sort of appeared out of nowhere. It's been around for a long time. So you know that one. Tick. Point proven. Feeling good. Yep. I think I deserve a tick for that one. Yep. Thank you. The next one that I was thinking to myself was like, where's it come from? Was Grenache. Grenache. Where's Grenache come from? What is it? You know, you hear of Cab Sav, Merlot, but what's this Grenache? It's smooth tasting. Grenache, for those who didn't know, is one of the world's most widely planted red wine grape varieties. It ripens late, so it needs hot, dry conditions such as those found in Spain, where the grape is most likely originated from. It's also grown in the Italian Isle of Sardinia, the south of France, in Australia, and in California. So it's not just exclusive to Australia or just appearing in Australia like it appears to be, it appears to have lately. That's just, one worldly grape. It seems to be ever Well done. You, you're good at your geography. Thank you. And apparently, as well, for the record, it started appearing in Australia in the 18th century. Wow. So this isn't just another word that's just appeared out of nowhere. Amazing. Really amazing stuff. And the third one. And this is where you're going to have to pick me up, because I don't know how to say this. I always oh boy. think it's one way, but it's another. Akai? Acai. That's it. That's what I think every Monday morning when I first get in here at 7 o'clock. Acai. Ooh, leave the jokes for me, thanks. Anyway, it is, continue. It is native to Brazil, Peru, Venezuela. Jeez, it sounds like a television show at the moment. And it also originated in the 18th century. So there you go. Guys, if you're ever in doubt of where these words come from, like I have been lately, to describe food, and there are different variations of the food or the drinks that you're just blown out of the public. Oh, where's this halloumi came from? Where's this Grenache come from? Acai? Acai? Still don't know how to say it. Where's it come from? It's been there for a long time, and all of a sudden it's made a big deal of, you are welcome, I have carl-bunked it. Did you just call it Carl Bunkter? Yes. We're going to a song. That's what I've called it. It's my own version of Mythbusters. Next week, we're going to find out where the word Carl Bunkter came from. Don't you like that? It's, have, it's my own I've version of Mythbusters. I've got many questions. It's a Carl Buster, anyway.
Now, hey, Bianco, I don't know if you've heard about Extendo Boy. What? Now, brace yourself. So, over the past month, it's very easy on a certain social media platform to blow up and get famous very quickly. Mm. And anyway, this guy in his 20s has found fame over the course of just a single month of being on this social media platform for a particular skill that he's found within himself. That's just, it's caught people's attention, but it's also allowed him to quit his job and earn money from doing this one thing. Now, I've heard people get famous for some weird things, but Extendo Boy has grown famous for being able to extend his thumb out. So all it is, is he's filming his thumb, like thumbs up, and he's figured out just from messing around one day that he can extend his thumb, which normally is 2.2 inches long, right, to five and a half inches, which is a long thumb when you think about it. And he's figured out the way to do this is because he can dislocate his thumb and then stretch it out to five and a half inches long. And he has been able to make a living off just filming the same hand extending in different positions in different locations. And he's making money off this. And that is now he's super famous. Everybody like 13 to like 18 know him. And he's like a big influencer sort of person now. And it just got me thinking, what are the weird things people have gotten famous for? Because that is insane to me. Disgusting, but insane. Yeah, but there are people that have gotten famous off things way worse than that. Do you reckon? Them yes. popping your thumb out of your socket? Yeah, how many people in Australia have gotten famous for doing weird things? Like what? Chasing people in their undies. That happens. Yeah, but like I would still think that that's more normal than popping five, your thumb out. Five minutes of fame, chick, chick, boom. <laughs> Who could forget all these people? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's gone to a new level now no, that we're messing with our no. body parts. Do you know what? The person who created the social media site that you're talking about needs to get in the bin. I'm over that social media site. I love it. I spend a lot of time on it, particularly in ISO. No, no. But I personally haven't come across Extendo Boy before. Um, I, I saw an to. article about it, and let's just say I won't be subscribing to it. I'm but- not ever again. Like, what? How do you find this out about yourself for starters? And then second of all, to be able to just be like, oh, yeah, this is healthy for me. I'm just going to rip my thumb out whenever I want to. Five and a half inches long, a thumb. It's not uncommon for the average human to not be the average human because they have a weird defect. Yeah, but not, oh, I can just pop my thumb out. Because it could be like one of those old tales, Bianco. You know when you were little and you'd pull a face and your family would be like, oh, careful, the wind might change. What happens if one day he pull, pulls his thumb out and it gets stuck like that? Well, He'll it's look like, like Edward Scissorhand, Scissor thumb. A bit like when the wind changes and your face looks funny. That, yeah, that's old, what I'm saying. old tale. Yeah, it'll be like that, but that would be one quality thumbs up if you got one from Extendo Boy. You've got to be careful, you know? But, ugh, no. But I just thought it was so interesting how people can get famous these days and that was one that I wouldn't think would be a reason to get famous for, but good on him. I think yeah. he's going to have a wonderful career with um, arthritis later in life if he keeps doing it. I think so. Him. I was always told not to, you know, pull your knuckles out. You know, oh, that. I hate that. that. Anyone? Ugh. Did you hear that? That was... Yuck. Just for you. Kapow, it's time to get into one of my favourite things to do on a Monday. And that's give you your weekly Department of Transport update for those who are essential travellers out there. Good news is the Cheltenham... 
station is open for those commuters on the Frankston line. It doesn't look great. It does. But this is an update for you travellers out there around the Mordialic area. Of course, the Mordialic freeway is being built at the moment. Governor Road will be closed between Bait Drive, Brayside and Bedeacon Boulevard. I think that's how you say it. Around the waterways area until the 5th of October this year. Crews are widening Governor Road to build the new turning lanes to enter and exit the new Mordialic Freeway, which is exciting. It is very exciting. It's only been planned for the last 50 years. Hey, slow and steady wins the race, Bianco, sometimes. Not always. So that is your biggest disruption, I would say, around the local area. If you're an essential traveller, look out for the works on the new Mordialic Freeway. Here's Josh, 685, and Jason Derulo. Is that how you say it? Josh? I would say it's Josh. Josh? Josh. Oh, gosh. That's the way it's spelt. Josh. (laughs) It's almost 8 o'clock. So, after a bit of a medley from Flair East there, because... Yeah, producer Jack did request the Monday Mover, and... Yeah. But the problem is, with a Monday Mover, if we play one version of a Monday Mover and it's not right and then have to go into another one, it goes too much past 8 past 8. So I've made an executive decision here. doesn't matter what song it is. Yep. If it goes past 8 past 8, we just cut it off. And it's been cut off because it's Monday Motivate time. Fair enough. We can't miss it. No, nah, we can't. 808 is the lucky number. That's it. And it's 808. It's just crossed past 808, so we have to get boom, into boom, it. Boom, 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 pow. Hit me. All right. Not literally, but hit me. This week, I have chosen to take inspiration from one of my all-time faves. Okay. Tina Fey. Righto. Who have you chosen? Could be anybody. All right. Well. Okay, we're going to start with one of Tina's... I've just realized how sweary some of her quotes are, so I'm just going to have to filter a few. Tina says, Don't waste your energy trying to change opinions. Do your thing and don't care if they like it. Anyone who has ever made anything of importance was disciplined. Hmm. It will never be perfect, but perfect is overrated. Perfect is boring. Don't spend time beating on a wall hoping to transform it into a door. I like it. Seriously, I've just realised that almost everyone is a fraud, so I try not to feel too bad about it. Creativity is intelligence having fun. Confidence is 10% hard work and 90% delusion. Just thinking foolishly that you'll be able to do what you want to do. I love this one. Always keep your eyes open. Keep watching because whatever you see can inspire you. I like it. I reckon we end on one each. Okay. If you retain nothing else, always remember the most important rule of beauty, which is... Who cares? I like that. Mm. If the plan doesn't work, change the plan. But never, I'll say it again, never change the goal. I like it. I thought I was quite good myself, actually. Well, there you go, Bayside. If you're not up and about motivated, eyes on the prize for the week ahead, I don't know what will. I want to know who you quoted. Was it Josh? One will never know. That's Monday Motivate for you. It wouldn't be a show if we didn't bring up social media. Here we go. 
And I was just sort of scrolling the social feeds the other day and I thought to myself, yeah, I am one of those people that follows particular things to find out regular updates on certain things. I don't know. Are you one of those people? Okay, so I used to be. And then it occurred to me that if I went on another social media platform which uses hashtags, I would be able to just look up the hashtag and find out what I needed to know. So I stopped. Did I say it's Carl and Catherine with you for a Monday morning? I don't know if I said that. I think I just went straight into what I was saying. What? Who else was it going to be? John and Jess? Yeah, pretty much. They're a great new duo. They're coming to you on Friday between four and six. It's our alter egos. We're sick of (laughs) Carl and Catherine. No, but like I was I was scrolling the socials and I was thinking to myself, surely I'm not the only one that has a preference of like sites to follow on social media for particular things. It's like, oh, okay, sport, AFL. All right, more sport, maybe some A-League when it's A-League season. Okay, what else? News, who would I follow for news? Mm, Southern FM. Obviously. Local news, of course. Mm-hmm. Then other sites, you know, Herald Sun, The Age, websites. All the things. All the things. Just sort of have them there, follow them. Sort of preference-wise, you know, it's like, okay, I might choose this one, I might choose that one. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not the only one who does that. No. Oh. Being selective. It's okay to be selective, I feel, across the socials. It sure is. But are you saying this in a is it a good thing or a bad thing that you've collected too many sites that you're following on social media? Well, now? I suppose the question I'm posing is, are you one of those people that has too many of them or do you have just the right amount? Okay, this is another question. Are you one that if you get an invite on a social media page to like support someone's new page, depends do you on, like it? Depends who it is. Yeah. Some people just spam me to death with those things. See, I've got so many like beauty related pages. Oh, no, I see. That it starts off and they're like, hey guys, look at this product and this product and this product. And then it just dies off and then someone else starts a new one. So I've got about 150,000 of them. But yeah, I don't know. It's like when you were younger, like when you first turned the legal age and people start inviting you to like all of the clubs yeah. out there that oh, you could. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Remember those days and everybody was inviting you on their list to go oh, out to places? My body hurts just thinking about that. Oh, oh I, Yeah, once you hit 18, lists mean a whole other thing. I had a memory pop up on, on oh, this day the other day Yeah, on, on the set social media site that has that on this day feature. Anyway, it said on this day and mum had posted something. Oh. Yeah, well, because it's her birthday tomorrow, so happy birthday, Happy birthday, Mom. Helen. First day of spring, it's always her birthday. Oh, that is a good day to have a birthday. Yeah, so, and it popped up as a memory that we went out for dinner six years ago. And when I got that reminder, I was like, oh, yes, I do remember going out for dinner that night because I went straight out after oh. it. Who has the energy for that now? Even if things were at normal pace, oh, my goodness. Like, now I've got the change of perspective and I'm like, yes, I will be going out. But before then, no. Yeah, well, I'm not. I, I feel like as soon as you sort of hit your mid twenties, you're like, no, nah, nah. no more. You get Taylor Swift's cardigan on, and that's it. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Yeah, Taylor Swift's cardigan. No, you, you don't even it. do that. There are other. You, that's when you start playing the Beatles or something like that. <laughs> okay, I'm not there yet. Okay, no, well, but you do that thing when you're out, and you're like, all right, well, um, guys, it's been fun. But um, I'm going to have to head off. Got an early morning. The, the first time those words came out of my mouth, nah. That was the beginning of the end for me. Or you do that thing where you think you can go out on a full stomach. Mm-mm. Nah, not for people when you hit your mid-twenties. Particularly when you're in heels. Yeah, not great. Not Just don't do it. Nah. 
Hey. Yes. I want to know. How are you? I just got an email saying that I have some online shopping arriving today, which is very exciting. Mm. But. What? Yesterday. Did you get the postage sorted okay? What? The postage for it. You know, did you go express? Did you? How did you deal with it? No, this one's coming from the US of A, so I didn't get a choice oh, in it. So this has been a while in the making. Then. Yeah, it has. So Good. it's exciting. But yesterday... So, obviously, guys, on Sunday, it's Father's Day. Friendly yep. reminder. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Better get something. Anyway, so I had already ordered something for Larry. And then a couple of days ago, it came to my attention that he wanted something else as well. <laughs> and I was like, ah. Oh. So, anyway, got online and ordered this thing. And at the time, it was through a warehouse sort of setup. Okay. And... It told me. So, essentially what he was after was a saw to be able to trim a big tree that we've got in the backyard. He had one, but it was sort of on its last legs. And so, anyway, I'm on this website and he says, yes, I want the 12-foot saw. 12 feet. Okay. And so, I've gone through the process and then I had the decision to make. I was like, do I want to go and pick it up? Because they're still open for click and collect, obviously, like a lot of stores are. Yeah. Or do I want to pay to get it delivered to me. And so it took me a lot of time umming and ahhing as to whether or not a 12-foot saw could come and sit in my car comfortably without moving too many things around. And I got to the point, I was like, you know what? I don't want to on a Sunday be spending my time trying to maneuver a saw. Like considering how clumsy I am, I just feel like this is the worst possible situation. Yeah. And just want to say too, I'm not spoiling Larry's Father's Day present. He knew about this. Okay. So anyway, yesterday- So he saw this one coming? He did see this one coming. And boy, did he see it coming. Um, so anyway, yesterday I get a text message. I've never experienced this in my life before. It was a different courier service. And anyway, they sent me a text and was like, hey, we're seven minutes away. And I could track the van for it to arrive. And so I still didn't think anything of it. And I was like, 12 feet, how tall could 12 feet really be? And then the van pulls up, Bianco, this bright orange, like, bright orange, you could see it from three streets away, 12-foot saw comes up my driveway. It looks like I'm about to start like a pole vaulting career. <laughs> and anyway, I was like, what? And then the guy so loudly is like, delivery for Catherine. I just want to put it out there. If any of my neighbours are listening, because occasionally they do, I haven't lost my mind. <laughs> it's for gardening purposes. A 12-foot saw literally turned up in my front yard, the most non-subtle thing I have ever seen in my entire life. And I was just like, what? And then I had to struggle to sort of... And then when I've gone to open the door, because he sort of put it up on the side of my door. Yeah. And I've noticed with delivery people at the moment, they're sort of putting stuff so close to my door that when I open the door... It's right there. It's right there. And so anyway, I've gone to open the door and he's like, oh, I just need to take a photo of it to prove that it's arrived. And I was like, I think, you know, people from four streets over know it's arrived. It's so bright. And then he's gone off. I've opened the door and nearly killed myself because it's come at me, this 12-foot thing. And so, yeah, I've had to like heave it in something. So I just kind of want to say to my neighbours more than anything, I haven't gone crazy for gardening purposes. I didn't order a 12-foot saw just for fun and games. But yeah, it just got me thinking, like, what are the weird things you've ordered online that maybe your neighbours might be a bit sus about? Well, I ordered my new computer. Yep. And apparently it was put on the front veranda. Yep. And I sort of said to my sister, you know, has it arrived yet? Yep. She's like, yeah, it's really big. I'm like, oh, 
Jeez, I didn't think it was that big. Yeah. It's, it's all in one. It can't be that big. She's like, yeah, it was really big. I, the, per, the the guy dropped it off and he left it on the veranda and it's massive. And I was like, geez, you're describing it like it is this saw that yeah. you're talking about. I was like, surely it can't be that big. It's just a desktop. And Georgie's like, no, no, it's really big. Like it's. I'm like, well, can you bring it inside? It's like, don't worry. It's already inside. I was like, great. Anyway, I get through the front door and I look at it. I'm like, you call that big? She's like, yeah, that's pretty big. I'm like, no, nah, that's nothing. I've had bigger parcels than that. That's small in comparison. Well, I can genuinely tell you, I don't know how many 12-foot parcels I've received, but when they're bright orange and they're coming right at your head, um, look out. Surprise. Surprise indeed. Kapow, I've been doing a bit of brainstorming and I feel like we need a new Aussie icon. Oh, really? Mm. Is it me? Well, it could be if that's what you really want to do. I'd love that. Yeah, no, it could be. But I just feel like Magda's probably been... No. Don't you dare say a bad thing about Magda. I'm not saying a bad thing about Magda. I think she's she's done well, but I feel like she needs a spell. No, absolutely not. I love her so much, and I think it is so unfair what is happening to her at the moment because at the end of the day, Sharon is the icon of Australia. There is no question that she is one of the top-tier icons, and the fact that Magda has been able to contribute so much, I just think it's really harsh what's happening to her. Magda, thank you. That's what I'm going to say. Thank you. It's been fun. No. It's been great. You do a very good job at what you do, but it's time to move on. Absolutely not. It is time to move on. Magda? No. See you later. No. She's off. That's one that I'm ticking off as see you later. The next person who needs to go, as far as promoting our great country that we live in, is Shane Jacobson. You've already expressed your thoughts on him. Kenny? See you later. Oh, but his show's coming back. No, I know, I know. And I love these people to death. They are great Aussie icons. I'm not going to take that away from them. And they can keep promoting this great country that we live in. Good on them. Really happy for them. But I think the next generation of people are coming through. I've done some brainstorming with our trusty producer. Oh, what Jack, you're in on this too. And this is what we've come up with. We've done a lot of brainstorming. Oh, this is going to be awful. Okay. So, Jack came to me with Shannon Knoll. Well, he is an icon. How dare you? But more of a promotional icon for the country. Oh, look, I mean, he's had his grievances in the past. Alf Stewart? No. Alf Stewart? Mm-mm. Flamin whatever. Yep. No. He's an idea. Kylie Minogue. Oh, she is an icon. See, this is the thing, you guys. You think that these are real innovative ideas. All of these people are Australian icons already. Well, can I just say, for the record, Kylie did already do a promo for this great Yeah, country. but also she's promoting Australia from all of her endeavours across the globe as well. So she's already an icon. She is a goodie. <laughs> agro. Jack had chucked in. Agro. Uh, I'd get agro thinking about it. That's good that you put yourself in the list, Jack. Exactly right. He's a muppet. Corey Worthington. <laughs> Corey Worthington. No. <laughs> oh. See, this is the thing. We don't want to re- reward bad behaviour. Mm. And I'm not just talking about his performance in the Big Brother house either. Well, another one that was suggested was... Not happy, Jack! Again, already an icon, celebrating the 20th anniversary of that act. Exactly, but I reckon we should have another one. I think so too. Bring back the not But happy they did, Jack. recently they had something similar. One that doesn't end up bad, <laughs> down a bad path. I had another one. Mm-hmm. Um... <sighs> Remember a few years ago, I'm talking a long time ago, uh, it was an ad for a, let's say, a health company, 
and the kids came on and they told their stories of how they'd been strangled by particular animals. What? This monster burst out and he ate my whole guts and he ate my whole body and then he ate my cat. Yeah. This octopus came out the bathroom and he grabbed me. Grabbed me! And he squeezed up by the animal. The crocodile came this up. This is the best one. Get my guts out. And he bit me into parts, pieces, pieces and, and my legs went that way, and my head went that way. Can we get that kid out of retirement? Can we please get that kid out of retirement? You're telling me yeah. that you want to bench Magda, Shane Jacobson, and replace it with the kids from that ad. Why not? What is wrong with you? Nothing's wrong with me, but I feel like that'd be a great addition. Do you remember the movie, Babe? Yes. Do you remember the great work Magda did in that? La, la, la. La, la, la. Oh, I just... No. You, okay. I will say, your list, it had some merits to it. What about this one? Boom. How about that woman? Why don't we bring her to be a promo? Chick, chick, boom. Why do we have to have two icons? Why can't everyone be an icon? Other suggestions were Trent from Punchy. Who could forget Trent from Punchy? Okay. I'm going to cut you off right there. If it ever gets to a point, guys, I'm talking the state of Victoria, I'm talking our great country, that either you or Producer Jack have some sort of authority over making decisions, we are doomed. Absolutely doomed. Okay. And this was my real left-of-field one who I think is underappreciated in this country but could be doing good things. Is it my dog? No. It's not Norman. And it's not Fifi either. I think... Sean McAuliffe would be a great promoter of this country. Yeah, I like his work. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Because a lot of people would remember him from the hit international movie, Mermaids. You know who I think should just be the un- the official mascots of our great country? Trude and Prude from Kath and Kim. Oh, imagine that. Going go to Australia, darlings. Prude, Prude. Couldn't have that. That would be great. You know who else I reckon could... And Magda, of course. Could have a good crack at it, because he's heard basically everywhere, including Southern FM. Who? Colin Tyrus. Ooh, Imagine him. Imagine him in an ad. Get all of him. Get him with Sam Kekovich, the, the, the lamb guy that played football. <laughs> I reckon you get Colin Tyrus, who's coming up at the 9am with one of his greatest shows yep. of all time. With Inclu- Magda. Including historic John. And Shane. The member for Sandringham, Brad Roswell. I'm talking about who's on his show okay. now. Uh, and, of course, we've got Finance and Sandy Kay. I, I reckon Sandy Kay, who does entertainment on his show... I love that segment. That's great. I reckon she can come up with an idea with Colin that can include all of the Australian icons that have promoted Australia the last 30 years. Get them all together and Colin can voice it. Ooh. Colin. Let's get Colin to voice Look, the next... as long as Colin's in charge and not you and producer Jack, I'm fine with this idea. This is it. We've made the call. That is offensive content from the both of you. The next Aussie promotional thing we create, Colin needs to be the voice of it. Colin creates, not you two. Well, okay, maybe Colin will create it, but he needs to be the voice of it. Done. We need to have him as the voice. Yeah, well, he's the voice of all the public transport anyway. We need him as the voice. Yeah, he has the voice, but now we need him seen front and centre cameras. Okay. Cameras. Wow. (laughs) That newsman is music. A bit of Trude and Prude snuck in there. Coming up after 9am... 9 to 11 every Monday morning. You won't want to miss it. As I said, Historic John, Finance with Paul Cattell, Entertainment with Sandy Kay, and they're going to come up with the idea, the next big promo for Australia. I look forward to hearing that. I'm sorry for throwing that one on you, Colin. <laughs> no pressure, Colin. Anyway, I'd love to, you know, hear it someday. 
the Melbourne show not running for the first time in I don't even know how many years. There was a statistic on how frequently it's accidents, not very often. Yep. But I saw online, Bianco, that because normally with these things, they are, all the show bags and everything are ordered so far in advance. Yep. They've got all the show bags. Yes, you can buy them. You can buy them online. And so it got me thinking, is this the saddest thing you've ever heard or is this the best? Because you can get all the classic show bags that you would get normally. I haven't been to the show in years. But I used to love getting show bags. Yeah. And the fact you can buy them online, like, do you, does it still have the same excitement levels? No, I don't think so. But no. at the same time, I've never gone to the Melbourne show. So what? Never in my life. You and producer Jack. Oh, it used to be the best. And the thing is too, like I remember going with my family and we were allowed to have like one big show bag and then like a couple of little lolly ones and stuff. Yeah. And me and my brother would always be the ones that would pick like the largest, most annoying thing to carry around off the bat. So, like, once yep. Josh ordered a skateboard yep. at the start of the day. Oh, God. And Dad had to carry a skateboard around all day. Mm. Like, it was just, the show is just the best. I'm yep. amazed you haven't been. But one thing you may or may not realise, Kapow, is it, it's not just Royal Melbourne Showtime that we're missing out on. It's Royal Regional Showtime as well. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the regional areas have their own local version of the Melbourne show. Yeah. Where they have as many show bags as the Melbourne show. So, I wonder how they're going. Yeah, but it's just, it's so sad, but I think it's really cute that we're still able to get the show bags, well, the, particularly for the Littlies who used to love Showtime. I say I've never been to the Royal Melbourne show. However, I have been to the Royal Horsham show. Oh, nice. A few times. Oh, the shows are just, they're the best. And you'd get the catalogue in the paper with all the show bags and you'd circle the ones you wanted. Oh, I loved it. Of course, the Royal Horsham show is where that famous story comes of how I came off a four-wheel <laughs> bike in, in, my, in my brand new bay shorts. Into the mud. I was like, yep, this is fun. And yeah, I stacked it. Yeah. No, I haven't stacked it at the show. Um, I've seen many, many things in my time at the show. Yeah. But oh, it's just, I think it's so good. But then it got me thinking too. But have you had show bags before? Yeah, I got show bags at the Royal Horsham show. Okay. What were your go tos? I think I got a Simpsons one once because it came with the Bart Simpson dartboard. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm sure you use that a lot. No, see, I used to love the classic Birdie Beetle. Which is rare to find. Why do people keep bringing this up like it's a thing that you have to have? No, you have to. What's so good about it? I think it's because you can't get the Birdie Beetle anywhere else. Like, it's just, it's an iconic, if we're speaking of icons again. The Birdie Beetle, it used to be a thing that everyone used to have and then they disappeared and then Showtime, that little beetle, back on the scene. Back on it. But I must say, though, it's not my favourite, but it's one of the ones that you'd have to get. Okay. And then other than that, you'd have like, remember the Wonka ones? Yes. And you'd get all the lollies, and then you'd be on a sugar high for about two weeks, and it was my parents' worst nightmare, because I'd be bouncing off the walls. Yeah, yeah, that would happen a few times. And then, needless to say, too, there's also all the amazing events. The Gary Owen, the horse riding event, which was fun. Like, oh, I love Showtime. Okay. So I'm glad that they were still able to bring a little piece of it, because people could recreate it at home. Well, they could, yeah. But I don't know how you'd go with all the amusement rides in your front front yard, just yeah. your backyard, for that matter. Hey, you would be amazed what you could do with one of those swing sets. Oh, yeah. Imagine imagine having one. Or oh, the big dipper. What are the... You yeah. Know, <laughs> We're not encouraging Check it, guys. Up. Let's just go on the record. Any young people out there, don't do it. We're not encouraging it, but they could use our support. So if you want to have an amusement park... At- oh, my gosh. That would be a great outdoor broadcast for us. Maybe oh, first show when things get back to normal, the 88.3 show. 
Yeah, you're going to... Each, order- every single presenter is in charge of one ride or one like little game or something. Yeah. You and Jack can be the moving clown mouths that people throw a ball into. Oh, I'm not like that. Jack is, though. He does a good job of replicating it every Monday morning when something goes amiss. <laughs> what we like to do right now is catch up on what we've learned from today. And we've learned so, so many things. Just for the record as well, one thing I didn't mention in the last hour... Mm-hmm. With the transport update, on top of the works happening for the Mordialic Freeway, the Frankston line is experiencing some works. Oh dear. Between Mordialic and Frankston from tomorrow. Just for the record, just to add to the transport update from last hour. That is if, going to be such a flash line once that's all done. If you are an essential traveller, of mm-hmm. course, just be aware of that. Buses will replace trains between Mordialic and Frankston from tomorrow. Gorgeous. For a little while. What have you learnt today? I've learnt many things. Okay. I've learned first and foremost that if the world needed icons and a list made about which icon should be on the list, you and Jack should not be trusted. Oh, what? I just know. I think we're great at it. And we came to the conclusion that Colin is the best voiceover to voice the next... See, that emotional... I agree with. Okay, I'm glad you agree with that. I've also learned that um, you've never been to the Melbourne show. I've also never been to the snow. Oh, you're not missing out Just for the there. record. It's I've been freezing. to Mansfield. Mansfield is the closest oh, yes. I've got to the snow. Nice. Yeah, school camp. Back in the day. Gosh, the we could do a whole show on school camps and all oh. the stuff that went down. What was your favourite school camp? Um, oh, I went to um, Camp Coonawarra. Coonawarra? Oh. And it was so much fun. And on the last day, a guy bit into, because we had a barbecue, bit into a snag. Didn't realise there was a bee on his snag. Oh. Got stung on the lips. And let's just oh. say it looked like Kylie Jenner showed up to camp. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was... All buzzing. Yeah. What did you learn? Wow. I've learned so much, as always, on the show. I've, uh, I've learned you still don't agree with me on anything. I've, did you learned how to say Josh. Yeah, I've learned how to say Josh, thanks to you. You're welcome. Off air, you, you just reassured me that it is Josh and not George. I've learned that um, you geek out over the name and history of names. Well, and also the uh, City Loop. I geek mm-hmm. out on the city loop. You've learned how to say acai? Acai, yes, I have. I have learned how to say that. What about, how do you pronounce the one that spelt like quinoa? Oh, see, now you're challenging me. Quinoa? Close. No. Don't, don't bother asking me to say anything. I just will never say it correctly. I can spell it, but I can't say it. Fair enough. That's basically the summary of my life. I'll spell it, but I won't be able to say it. Good hey, for you. We've got to get out of here. We do. Thank you for joining us for another week, Bayside. We've had a lot of fun. Also, I learned that you have a 12-foot saw. 12 metres? 12 Actually, um, I want to make a retraction on that comment. Larry did submit. He would like to clarify it was a pruning device, not a saw. Righto, we're out of here. Colin's up. See you later. Have a good week, guys. See you on Friday. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.